Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Lord bless you. I hope you listened to the last couple days where I had Pastor Gary Moore on. And I'm telling you what, that seminar I was talking about, the 17th, the 15th and 16th of September, it is going to be fantastic. And thank you for Christian Living for supporting that. But it's going to be an awesome, awesome time. So I hope that you listen carefully and that you will respond and be a part of that. Well, today I'm going to go out the next two days on my own. I'm doing a message that I did years and years ago. But I think it's a very important message because it's something we deal with every day. But would you have a word of prayer with me? Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the listeners. Thank you for their lives. God, bless them. Lead them. Guide them, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, if you've ever lived by the coast, you know that there are high tides and low tides. My wife was raised on the coast, so she knows much more about this than myself. Most coastal areas experience two high tides a day and are influenced by the shape of the the near shore bottom, believe that or not. There are a lot of variables that influence tides, but I won't get into geology lesson today, but I have, I fairly passed to geology, so I better not. But I do want to share about a storm that occurred in the Bible and want us to look at the storms that occur in our lives. I think that'd be very important. So I might refer today as a high tides in our lives and as when we reach the peak of our emotions and how things go and the life's waves that reach dangerous heights in our lives. And so it's, I hope, hopefully it's a real practical message. I try to speak practically. I try to speak so anybody can understand. And some people would say that, say, well, you don't sound like a college professor or anything like that. Well, that's because I'm not and I don't want to be. That isn't who God called me to be. God called me to be real and hopefully to the point and share some real life experiences. But we want to prevent that from happening to everyone. We want to prevent uh, damaging waves that destroy us. So, you know, let's deal with some of the storms of life because they're going to come. And let me read to you chapter 4, verse 35 through 41 of the book of Mark. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, Hey, let's go over to the other side. He's talking about the other side of the Sea of Galilee. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along. And just as he was in the boat, there were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke up and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up rebuked the wind and said to the waves, quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Folks, they knew who that was. They knew it was the son of the living God. They knew what he'd done, but but mostly just with people. But to see nature obey him was an amazing step. The disciples were panicking because they thought they would die while Jesus slept through it. It reflects many of us. When the storms of life hit us, we panic, and many people go off the deep end because they don't know where to go and what to do. Well, here lies the answer. You do as disciples did. They went to Jesus They had to wake him. People wonder how he could have slept. 
Well, he knew what was taking place, and he recognized it was time for another life lesson. Jesus also faced these storms. Yes, he was Jesus, the Son of God, but he was on the boat too. But he knew how to calm the storm. Remember after Jesus' baptism, Satan worked hard on Jesus to get him to give in to the temptation. And I'm sure he pushed Jesus' anger button on more than one occasion. I know he certainly pushes my anger button, and I think he does yours too. Jesus wasn't exactly happy when he went into the temple and people were making a marketplace of it. He virtually threw a holy fit. Speaking of storms, how about the days leading to the cross and what he went through for us? I mean, amazing. And we think we go through so much. It's nothing compared to what Jesus Christ went through. On this occasion, he and the disciples found themselves in the midst of a terrible, life-threatening storm. This was nothing unusual for the Sea of Galilee. It is in a basin surrounded by mountains and notorious for bad storms. Rising just to the north of the lake is beautiful Mount Hermon. And Mount Hermon is capped with snow, and sometimes a cold air blows across the lake. The force of the cold air meeting the hot, moist air around Galilee can be explosive, as it was on the day of the story. It was terrifying, and the disciples were concerned for their lives. Folks, we need to understand storms of life are normal. Storms of life are normal. You know, I was on the Sea of Galilee one time, and I actually was asked to pray with a Franciscan uh, priest. And that day, it was a nice day outside, but the waves of that, the Sea of Galilee, they were really, it was really quite a wavy day on that lake. And that wasn't even a stormy day. So I could imagine what that'd be like. Well, Peter says in 1 Peter 4.12, Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through as if something strange were happening. (laughs) Don't be surprised as if something strange were happening because that's a part of life, he's telling them. That is a part of life. You're going to go through the good. You're going to go through the bad. You're going to go through the ugly. That is life and the way it is. And folks, it will not change. But what can change is that Jesus Christ can walk with you through those times if you let him. There are many in this world that don't get it. We're going to go through some lousy trials. We're going to go through some storms. But how you approach them and how you deal with them will have everything to do with who you are as a person. How do you handle life? How do you handle life's pressures? Do they get to you? Are you overwhelmed? Does it put you into a tailspin? And just as my dad says, like I said the other day with Pastor Gary, he played college football, and, and he always said, when you get knocked down, you've got to get back up. you got to sustain the block. you got to sustain the tackle. You get back up. You don't lay there and watch everybody else. You get back up again, and you keep going. I use that example all through life as a coach because it was a great example of me. Son, when things get you down, when things aren't going well, he said, you know what? You can get, you can rise above it. So rise above it. If you learn these two words, learn these. Rise above. Rise above. Rise above the problems you're facing. Trust God to see you through and be patient because it doesn't always happen immediately. God never promised any of us a bed of roses or a parade of chocolates. That's what I kind of like, being that I visit Lee's Candy every so often. And boy, there's a parade of chocolates there, I can tell you. But he didn't promise that. Hebrews 6.15 says this. And so after waiting patiently, 
Abraham received what he was promised. As he waited patiently, God is not short on his promises. When he said he would never leave us, he meant it. When he never forsake us, he meant it. In the original language of the test of the word is macrothumia, which was used, which means long-suffering. So how the original text reads is this. After long-suffering, Abraham received what was promised. It wasn't an easy road for Abraham. Moses, the disciples, or any of us had an easy road. Right now, a storm is raging in some of your lives. Some of you are listening right now, and you're having a storm in your life, and I'm sorry for that. But the question is, what are you doing about it? Are you trying to handle it on your own? The disciples wondered if Jesus cared. You know, sometimes people wonder if you care. Sometimes even as pastor, pastor, we didn't hear from you during this. Do you care? And folks, I'm telling you, there's things around you. There's things I forget or I get tied up in other situations. I care about, but I don't respond to for some reason or the other. And I feel bad about that. Sometimes I forget. Sometimes I got too many things going. But I care. I do care. The same story in Matthew. In Matthew chapter 8, verse 25, the disciples went and woke him up. And they were shouting. They were shouting these words. They said, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. We are going to drown. Where was their faith? Their faith wasn't established. They should have known that Jesus would get up. Jesus would take care of it. And what did Jesus do? He got up and he calmed the storm. Just what he wants to do in your life today and my life. You know what? It's time for him to calm the storm in your life, whatever you're going through. I don't know what it is because I don't know you. I don't know your heart. I don't know the things you've done. I don't know how maybe you've set up a situation. I don't know if sometimes that maybe, you know, you've made your own bed and you're having to lie in it. But I know this, that God understands that and God forgives and God will see you through the, uh, the bad times and he'll also be there in the good times. He's not going to leave you. Like he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. We have to believe those promises. After Jesus calmed the storm, it says the disciples were terrified. They're terrified. They said, who? In Mark 4.41, they were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other. Even the wind, the waves obey him. You would have thought they understood the power of Jesus. But this was a real awakening. Even the wind and the waves obeyed him. People of God, do you and I truly recognize the power of Jesus Christ and what he can do in our lives? It's more than amazing. I'm telling you, when we went through the trials of life, when my wife and I lost our son 31 years ago, we went through the trials of life. Our life was devastated. Losing a five-and-a-half-year-old son in a car accident, it just took everything out of us. But if it wouldn't have been for Jesus Christ and the solid rock that we built our life upon, we would have never made it in ministry, never been here today. But God in His graciousness showed us His love, 
his comfort, his perfect peace, and showed us we can overcome everything. Folks, you can overcome too. Lord bless you. Have a good day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.